Are you ready to be transformed? If so, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I intrigue, inform, and inspire success-minded individuals just like you to create the future they desire in all areas of their life. My name is Gorney Williams, and I am your agent of hope. Well, welcome to our Thanksgiving Victory Series. I always like to start with our two foundational scriptures, and they are 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. You know, many Christians, many Christians have learned how to how to thank God, you know, after things have happened, after the good things have happened. But you and I, you and I, we're learning how to thank God before we see the answer. We're learning how to thank God while we're in the middle of the distressing symptoms. How we're in the middle of of maybe a season of lack or maybe in the middle of a problem. If if we can continue to learn to do that, the more we learn to do that, it will begin to open up the light of God. More and more and more light will come in and the answer of God will come into our lives. The answer to that problem, the answer to that distressing situation. Remember these scriptures over in First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, in everything, give thanks. And then in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, it says, give thanks always for all things. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. Hebrews chapter 13 Verse 15, by him, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. If we are going to live the abundant life that God has freely provided for us, then we are going to have to increase our capacity to receive from him by cultivating a lifestyle of thanksgiving. When you thank God by faith, it opens up your mind. It enlightens your understanding. It opens up your spirit to receive answers and to receive grace from God. And with enough grace, you can do anything. You can do anything through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. What you look at is so important. And if you are thanking God, that is the evidence right there that you are looking at the right thing. But if you're complaining, that's evidence that you're looking at the wrong thing. Here's a phrase. Here's a phrase that is worth remembering. Write this down. Commit it to memory. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, 
and is glad. Let me say it again. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. What is the victory that overcomes the whole world? The Bible says it is our faith. Well, one great big evidence of faith is that you are giving thanks. You know, if you just keep on praying and asking for the same thing over and over and over again, the question comes, when are you going to believe that he's heard you, that God has heard that prayer? When are you going to believe that that it's done, that he's answered it? Well, if you just keep on asking and asking, it's obvious that you're not going to believe it until you see it. And that, my friends, is walking by sight. And sinners can do that. But the Lord, the Lord has called us to walk by faith. And walking by faith means that we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. When you walk by faith, you are seeing something. You're seeing something to give thanks for. And other people are seeing it. But you're seeing it. Other people, they're seeing the problem. But you, you are seeing the answer. Now, we've talked about how Jesus didn't focus on the need in our, in our previous sessions. Um, you know, you can't see the miracle looking at the need. You see the miracle looking at the seed, and particularly the seed of the word. So let's dig into the word today and see a, another living example. In 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel, the first chapter, notice how a woman has endured a lot of stress and a lot of problems in her life for years. And eventually she overcame. She got her victory. Her name, her name was Hannah. And she would go on to become the mother of the prophet Samuel. And yet we find her here in the first chapter of 1 Samuel. We see that Hannah is barren. She's unable to conceive. And because having a child is the desire of her heart, and, and because she's unable to conceive, she has become bitter and depressed. And to make matters worse, the Bible says in verse 7 of chapter 1 that every year when Hannah went to the festival at the house of the Lord, another woman that was there would provoke her. And she would cry. She'd cry even more and she wouldn't even eat. And her husband, her husband just, just couldn't understand it. Her husband, Elkanah, he said to her, Hannah, why do you cry all the time? Why won't you eat? Why is your heart so grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Now I want you to get this. Hannah goes day after day just sighing. She goes through her duties. She's a wife to her husband. But she's unhappy. And something you know, sometimes she just breaks out in tears, crying. And she, she cries so much that her husband's 
upset because she's upset. And she won't quit crying and she won't quit being down. Now let's let's stop right there. Is there any evidence that she is thankful? Nope. She's got her health. She's got wealth. She's got a husband that loves her. God loves them. Is she thankful for any of that? No. She has so focused on not having a child that she has become oblivious to all the blessings in her life. And that, my friends, is not okay. That's unbelief. And it's evil. The Bible says unbelief is evil. And, you know, when God has done so much for us and been so good to us, and we've got so many blessings in our lives, for us to focus on what we don't have and what we can't do and to just be sad and to be down and to be depressed night and day, it's terribly ungrateful. We need to make a change. You'll not come out that way. It just gets worse and worse. You'll just sink deeper and deeper until some people despair of life. That's why people get suicidal. They just get to the point where they think life's not worth living. And it is such a lie of the enemy. If you just quit focusing on the things that are wrong and you look up, you will see that you've got all kinds of things in your life to be thankful for, if you would. Listen to the scripture. The psalmist says, in thy light, we see light. But in Romans chapter one, it says, when you become unthankful, that your understanding is darkened. And the more unthankful you become, the darker and the dumber and the more closed off and the more oblivious you become. But listen, in his light, we see light. Listen carefully now. Don't talk about. Don't think about. Don't let yourself dwell on or meditate on what you don't have, what you can't do, and what you're not. The more you think on that, the darker it will become and the more bound and restricted you'll become. Listen, the way to get your light is you talk and you focus on what you have. You focus on what you can do. Focus on who you are, the good aspects of it. Focus on that. And in that light, you will see more light. The more you talk about what you don't have, the more aware you become of what you don't have and the less aware you become of what you do have, it gets darker and darker. Start talking about what you do have. Are you saved? Well, let's start right there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I am saved. My name is in the Lamb's book of life. Do you have the Spirit of God living in you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've got the Holy Ghost in me. I've got the name of Jesus. And if you begin just going over and remembering the things that God has done for you, while you're doing that, in the light of that, more light will come. While you're thanking God for that, he'll show you something else. And one thing will lead to another, 
and you, my friends, will get your answer. But if you just despair and you cry and you feel sorry for yourself, well, it's going to get darker. And it's it's not God's fault. He's not holding out on you. It's just that you refuse to be thankful and that you refuse to look forward in faith. Hannah's doing that there in the book of 1 Samuel. She's crying night and day. She's bitter. She's depressed. She's making her husband unhappy. She's unthankful for all the good things she has. All she can think about is, I want a baby. I want a baby. I want a baby. I want a baby. Oh, but listen, her breakthrough, her breakthrough came when she went to the house of God. Now, she was still crying, still feeling sorry for herself. And listen to this. The man of God was there. And he, he's, he's asking her, what are you doing? He thought, he thought she was drunk the way she was acting. This depression, it just gets worse and worse, and it'll cause you to act strange. And she said to him, she said to him that that she wanted a child. And the man of God said to her, while she she was expressing her complaints and grief, in verse 17, the man of God said, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked him. And when she heard that, she took it as if God himself was speaking to her. Like her prayers had been heard and her answer had been granted. And even though she had no physical reason to believe that she was going to be able to conceive, the Bible says that she said this. Here's what she said. Catch this. Let your handmaid find grace in your sight. So the woman went on her way, and she did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Did you hear this? She quit complaining. She quit focusing on what she didn't have. She quit being sad and crying all the time. And just a few verses later, she conceived, and Samuel is born. Do you see when her breakthrough came? When she was no more sad. She wasn't pregnant yet. She didn't have anything in the natural to convince her or to confirm to her that she would be able to even conceive and have a child. It's all by faith. But she stopped crying. She stopped feeling sorry for herself. She stopped being sad. Did you hear that verse? She was no more sad. Now, if you wait until everything changes in your life and everything gets good before you're going to be no more sad, well, you're just going to keep on being sad. But if, if by faith, my friends, if by faith, while you're still up to your neck, maybe in those bills, maybe, maybe while your body is still hurting, while your marriage is still a mess, while your kids are still going ballistic, if you'll quit crying, quit feeling sorry for yourself, quit yielding to the enemy, quit yielding to fear and yielding to doubt and yielding to unbelief, 
And just right here, right now, don't wait another minute. Lift up your heart. Lift up your hands right now and begin to say, Lord, forgive me for yielding to the enemy. Forgive me. I've got so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful that that I've got friends. I'm thankful that I've got family. I should not have focused on those problems. I should not have let myself get depressed like that. You've done so much for me, God. So much for me to be acting like that, for me to be feeling like that. Begin to thank him right now. You've got a lot to be thankful for. There's there's still opportunities. There is still opportunities for miracles to happen in your life. It's not too late. Too much hasn't happened that God cannot intervene and God cannot fix and God cannot change your situation. So quit crying. Gird up your loins. I don't care if you got to get some some toothpicks and prop up the corner of your mouth so you can smile. By faith, say, thank you, Lord, for the victory. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me out. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Well, praise God. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe so that we can be together again soon. And for more information, check out the website at gorneywilliams.com. Until next time, as it says in Romans 12:2, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do, and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is.